Hi and welcome to Crypto Made Easy. My name is Andrew. Thanks for listening. First of all, just want to say apology to anyone that can hear the background noise. Um, it's just rain on the roof. She's a wet one in Melbourne tonight, so a little bit out of my control, that one. All right, this episode may be a little con- controversial or confronting for some listeners uh, and contains adult themes, uh, as I want to discuss the relationship between crypto and the dark web, more specifically the dark web markets. But before I do, you can find us on Twitter, Crypto Made Easy 2. Give us a follow. Also on Telegram, Crypto Made Easy Community Chat. You can also find myself on the local CoinSwap Telegram chat as well. Reminder, I am not a financial advisor. Any information provided on this show is not financial advice. Please do your own research. Okay, also, a little bit later on, I have an announcement. It's a big one. Uh, Very exciting. So stay tuned for that as well. So, in case some listeners don't know what the dark web is, here's a quick explanation. The dark web is a layer of the World Wide Web that is hidden from commercial search engines and requires special software to access it, like Tor and I2P. The dark net is a subsurface of the deep web. Now, just to give you some perspective, the World Wide Web, or ClearNet, e.g. Google, Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, amounts to 4% of the web. So everything you see with www is only 4% of the web. Deep web is 90%, with things like academic records, medical records, court records, WikiLeaks, porn, specific uh, scientific reports, you know, government resources, uh, essentially a truckload of information, leaving the dark web at 6%. So just think, the dark web is 1.5 times the size of the World Wide Web. What's there? Well, nothing good. <laughs> Mostly you're going to find illegal information, encrypted sites and groups, drug, gun, human trafficking, marketplaces, also the worst imaginable pedophiles and kitty porn filth. So what does this dark underworld have to do with crypto? Well, crypto, mainly Bitcoin and Monero, are the chosen currency of the dark web, mainly due to its somewhat you know, an- anonymity and ability to be an international currency with a worldwide value. So no need to transfer uh, dollars to different fiat countries um, with different values. So the markets on the dark web have not been the safest or reliable places to trade. But if you want drugs, guns, stolen credit cards and ID, you can get it on the dark web marketplaces. It's been a cat and mouse game for since you know its inceptions. Law enforcement versus exit scams and vendors. Silk Road was the real pioneer. You've probably all heard of Silk Road. For the dark web marketplace movement. Began in uh, sorry, 2012. Uh, it was short-lived. Being seized and shut down in 2013. But in that time, approximately $140 million worth of Bitcoin was transacted. 
Its seizure was front page news worldwide. Possibly law enforcement's biggest mistake right there. It was the best advert the dark marketplaces could ever have asked for. Now everyone knows it exists. The markets came and went, either taken by law enforcement, exit scams for users' funds, a few you know, trusted marketplaces like Alpha Bay, um, Valhalla, Dream and Wall Street were the only ones you know, left to go to. Then after Alpha was seized, along with a few other marketplaces, it left Dream the biggest marketplace around. As recently as a few months ago, when a DDoS attack and extortion attempt forced Dream to close, making Wall Street the only real name left. Now, that was all good until a few days ago when Europol seized Wall Street and shut it down too. There are plenty of theories about the actual reason for Dream closing and Wall Street being seized, but that's for another time. So the cycle will continue, another market will take Wall Street's place, and so on. Now why do we care about this? Well it's estimated in 2018, Darknet marketplaces value and transactions amounted to 603 million US dollars, all in crypto. But with all the recent shutdowns, the market's taken a shift. It's moving towards apps like Telegram and Wicca, and even some dating apps. The encrypted nature of these apps allows some anonymity to the users, with little worry about exit scams. So the dark web marketplaces, are they dead? Not yet. I do, however, see a shift. Does this mean there may be $600 million less crypto transactions? Maybe. Will that be felt? I would say yes. $600 million is a big number. But, and I think it's the most important, uh, if the dark web marketplace is no longer a scourge on crypto or an excuse for people to say it's shady, then that $600 million will be replaced by new adopters and investors in no time at all. That's in my opinion. Um, you clean the place up, because it is a scourge, people are going to start taking notice. Now, this is assuming that new avenues of trafficking use fiat, which I believe is widely accepted by these apps. Well, people on these apps. No doubt the association with crime will always have an impact with the people, but I've said it before, the biggest percentage of crime revolves around fiat, not crypto. But no one ever mentions that, do they? <laughs> the long relationship between crypto and the dark web will probably always exist. But I would think in a much smaller scale in the future. If it's so risky that either you get caught by the law, exit scammed, the goods you were attempting to purchase don't arrive, or the few remaining markets are not trusted, then they'll go to the next place people are talking about. That may not be, you know, as risky as the current dark web sort of association at the moment. 
pretty shaky. It's probably a place you wouldn't want to be going and uh, frequenting at the moment. But like I said before, it doesn't matter if it's dark web or signal or telegram or wicker or kick. The law will be there, the scams will be there, and so will the risk. And the cycle continues. So that hopefully gives you some sort of an insight into the dark web places and their you know, use of crypto um, relationship that's been there for a long time. I found it often gets pushed aside as an ugly duckling of crypto and people don't want trial by association. So lucky I don't care what people think of me. <laughs> the fact is $600 million is a big market in crypto terms. It's almost $2 million a day. Now, if $2 million a day vanished from the market, would we notice it? I think 100%. Yes, we would notice it. But the saving grace may be the reputation is enhanced. And the dollars are replaced. You know, like I said earlier, new adoption will replace $600 million, no problems at all if you remove that stigma of crime from crypto. Right then, as I said earlier, I would have some exciting news for you. I'm sure most of you have guessed it's local coin swap related. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, starting around the 15th of May, a uh, week and a half, and continuing each month, you'll be able to get your local coin swap news podcast. It will be a monthly update on all things LCS and available on all major podcast platforms. So, keep an eye or ear. <laughs> Out for the local CoinSwap News podcast. You can actually now add it to your podcast library as it's been approved by major podcast platforms already. I'll be presenting the news, but we'll have some great guests on from the LCS team. So I'm really looking forward to that. They'll be regular to chat as well. So I'm really looking forward to it. And it's the type of information source that is one of a kind or one of the first in crypto, as far as I can tell. Official news link for a crypto project via podcast. So there's a first. Love to have your company on that uh, podcast as well. It'd be great to have you there. That's all, that's all I've got for you this show for another week. Thanks for listening, guys, and talk soon.